0: Everybody. Hello, It's Lissa! And Phil! And uh, this is a little special little uh, nugglet of the Bitch Seat Podcast. Nugglet? You know, just go with it. It's just a, go with it. Okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, in May of this year, we were out in LA at the Nerd Melt showroom at Meltdown Comics, and one of our guests was uh, author and speaker Rob Bell. And we actually have uh, the recording of this segment that we did with him. Uh, we were talking about... Joyrides, GPSs. I think weird New Jersey came into it. We listen.
1: Let the surprise, like let them be surprised.
0: You're right. I'm already ruining it. Yeah. So just wanted to let you guys know. Um, this is recorded from a live show, which is why the audio is not of the usual top yes. quality, but the conversation is of pretty top quality, and it was a great time. And
1: he's a great guy. He greeted everybody with a big old hug. He was just so humble. So, yeah, and, uh, yeah it, was, it was wonderful. I wish we had the entire episode because the other guests were outstanding. Well, you know, we do what we can do. We do what we can do. If, we, uh, if uh, you're hearing us out in La La Land, if you are an audio engineer and would like to come by and record some live stuff over at Nerd Melt Showroom... We'll be back
0: there in November. Absolutely. Um, but uh, until then... Uh, enjoy this segment with Rob Bell. And uh, if you want to hear more of what he does, he's got a podcast called The Rob Cast. So definitely check it out. Uh, he wrote a book that did very well called Love Wins. And um, just a, an incredible human being. So enjoy the Bitch Seats interview with Rob Bell. Uh, okay, what did those puppies come oh, out right? of on the, on the pregnant dog? Was that like a Velcro? There was like a Velcro pad. Like,
1: so it was
0: like a cesarean section. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Fine. You know, pound puppies were not about we're not about teaching uh, the birds and the bees. They were enough. just about fun, fluffy things. <laughs> With other things. Did you I see how I almost knocked this over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, earlier today, I spilled an entire teapot of boiling water on my left hand, and I uh, uh, I've never experienced pain like that in my life for several hours. So. But re- that-
1: we cuddled we and napped it, the pain went away. <laughs> no joke, we literally just slept for like 20 minutes and the pain went away. It's the power of love, guys. All of
0: it, all of Mercury's in retrograde, so everybody just like dot all your T's. Yes, and make sure you yeah, nice. know where all your artsy
1: friends are, so they have no excuse to be flaky. Because
0: um, that's Mercury in retrograde, right? Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> but sometimes your friends are flaky anyway. Fair enough, okay. Okay, cool. Okay, uh, okay, okay. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. So there needs to be a little bit of a wind up for it. Yes, there's crickets, there's cars, everything else. The building's coming down. It's fine. It's going to be fine. So our our final. Tonight is um, is somebody who is incredibly incredibly inspirational to me, and I cannot believe that he's in the room. It's it's bizarre. And I've had a lot of amazing people on this show, comedians and like one degree away from all of my heroes. But this is somebody whose podcast I listen to weekly. It's called the Robcast. If you don't listen to it, you really should because it makes my life so much incredibly better. And. He's an he's an author of many books. Um, he's a he's a great man, inspirational speaker. Give it up for Rob Bell, you guys. <laughs> Hi guys. Welcome Hi. to the big Seat. Oh, it's my first time. Yeah. <laughs> Very
2: exciting. Hi everybody.
0: Rob, <laughs> yes, you get to be the interviewee today. Oh, Sorry. good, good, good. Yeah. Um, do you have any any tales from your childhood of joy rides or of any kind of vehicle that seems like a joy ride to you? Yeah. Uh, when I was in high school,
2: I had this friend named Chris Godfrey, mm-hmm. and she and I would we got into this thing and we got kind of hooked on it, and it was like a secret we had, but then we started bringing others into it. We would go to the Myers.
0: Oh, yes. It's yes. a grocery
2: store in the Midwest. Yeah. I grew up in the Oakland, Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> right, you're me <looking> on that. <laughs> Michigan, America's high <Hi-Fi. laughs> five. So one night, we were literally driving around, like sort of joyriding, and we were bored, and we were leaving Myers, and we were in the Myers parking lot. Mm-hmm. And we saw a woman leaving with her groceries, and one of us said, Let's follow her.
0: <laughs> I, know, I know. Just because you were curious, well, it was like one though. of those
2: things where, where do you think she lives? Where do you think she does? Do you think she's going anywhere else tonight? What's on her list of things to do? What is her life like? So we followed her. And it, I, I swear to you, it was like crack. It was so exciting because you're. It's so wrong, but so right. You know what right? I mean? Did you follow? In the car, and so it, immediately there was the question of distance. Yeah. Like, you don't want to get too close, but you can't lose her. So, we followed this person for a while until they realized we, they were being followed. And you could see it instantly like a paranoia of speeding up and a jacket, And that's when it, it got so, like, it felt so wrong, but you can't stop. <laughs> so we followed for a while, and then the, we were so jacked up on a tremble. <laughs> we went back to Myers. <laughs> and we got, we started getting into this. Oh, so you did it more than once. That's the thing, I'm, 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 I'm telling you, Is probably like next weekend we did it, but we take like one friend with us and be like, hey Scott. <laughs>
0: We'd park and you just watch
2: people come out. The thing is you watch people come out and you would
0: choose which one is the most curious. And I remember the first time we
2: bought a friend who was like, What the f what is this? (laughs) Hold (laughs) on. It's about to get awesome. (laughs) And then we would follow people. We did it for a while. How is that joint writing? What do you call that? Sure. The, the one time, the first time Every single time you did it, there was this moment when they realized they were being followed and you knew, it was like a quantum entanglement thing, like instantly you go, they know. It's how did, weird.
1: How, did, how is there no, like, picture of your car on the Myers Park Like, have you seen this car? <laughs>
2: and, listen, Amazing. and by the way, what technically would be the
1: crime? <laughs> like, if you were
2: pulled over for this, do you, do you know, realize that you were following? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Do you know you were speeding? Do you know you were speeding? Do you know you were... Do you joy- know you were Do you know you were joy <laughs> Yeah, that's the point. You didn't get a trainer for that.
0: Really? know exactly what that that feeling is, though. I mean, I loved Harry and the Spy. I loved Harry and the Spy. And they did that. You know, they they trained people. There was one time where some friends and I in high school, we were very, very bored in the middle of Connecticut. And we, we got on the highway on 95, and we just drove until we got off at a random exit. And we went to a hotel parking lot. We went into the hotel, we went up to the fourth floor. Um, we got some ice out of the ice machine, <laughs> and then we came back down and left. That was the activity, but it was really fun because there wasn't. Like nobody had tabs on us, you know. I didn't have a cell phone, so I know. I know what you're saying. You have to find that kind of exhilaration where you can't. Oh,
1: can't do it anymore. I can't do that sort of thing anymore. We used to do it because cell phones and GPSes. GPSes.
0: We're, I used to, uh,
1: in New Jersey we have a magazine called Weird New Jersey, where it has all the uh, insane asylums, haunted houses, abandoned places, things like that, and so we would go there, and back in the day, like there would be no one there, just squatters, we're, if, if anything, but I was right around the cusp of GPS time, so about a year out, tried doing it again, and there were cops everywhere, because they knew what you were doing, so it was like the death of adventure. The the cell phones. Connecting. Cell phones are the death of adventure. You're doing this web of like I know where you are at this time. Your phone pings here and there. It's, it's, it's really it's a downer. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Can't stop. <forever>. <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the poster. I know, Rob. Um, why don't you set us up and, and present this 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 poster that you have for us, this artifact?
2: Well, when you invited me to be on the pitch feed and you were like something from. I immediately went to 1983. Okay. I have three distinct memories from 1983. I was 13 years old. I was at Kinawa Middle School, seventh grade, mm-hmm. and this photo was is from 1983.
0: This is my uh... <laughs> uh, great. the basketball shorts. I mean, we great.
2: Yeah. I mean, we could do a thesis on the shorts. <laughs> uh, let alone the arms. The, the cut, the intimidation factor. Uh, this was the seventh grade real basketball team. This was the photo. I remember. The, I remember. It. It's like one of three. You know, like certain periods, you have like two distinct memories yeah. from that entire three-year period or something. I remember the day this photo was taken. Um, what was the What was the occasion? It was the basketball photo. deal. <laughs> you know, you'd go I into know. the You'd go into the theater with the um, oh, very backdrop yeah, on the stage, and you'd have your photo taken, you had to have a, you know, you're holding the ball. you had to, <laughs> and I think I rode home on my bike to get the uniform to get back and all that. Um, this theater where this was taken is right around the corner from the cafeteria where they have dances. <laughs> so I, this is memory number one, memory number two is at a school dance, which would be from 7 to 9 p.m. on a Friday night, asking Jill Trobeck to dance with me, and she looked me in the eyes, Burst out crying, ran into the girls' bathroom, <laughs> and spent the rest of the dance in the girls' bathroom.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah put that in
2: your diary. you like very distinct memory? Were you
0: um? That you said that was seventh grade. Seventh grade, 1983. Seventh grade is the hardest. The hardest time. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Although the songs in 1983 were pretty good. Yeah. Um, were you um? Were there, was there a high a social hierarchy? Yeah,
2: Way down. (laughs) But
0: but, but you're such a, like, you know... According
2: to Jeff Taylor, you know why you're not invited to that party? Third memory. Okay. You know why you're not invited to that party? Because you're not popular. I know. I know. I know. I (laughs) know.
0: People just lay out the truth. I guess. I mean, I knew I wasn't popular too, but I didn't need somebody to rub it in my okay, face.
1: Yeah, did he like take did, did he take you aside and be like, do you know why? Like, you're <laughs> private. This is
2: why you're not <laughs> cool. Talk. Um, it wasn't even private, and it wasn't even <laughs> just like, dude. Hey, you know what? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, everybody. Gravity. You know what I mean? It's like it's as obvious as everything. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, to this part, You know what I mean? Oh, choose like, yeah. like that.
0: But, but you're clearly like a, a a very positive person, and and you seem like a very happy kid according to this picture. Was there, like, was there uh, a moment when you said, you know what, I don't even care. I don't even care what these people think about me, or were you as affected as the rest of us? What I'm asking you is, are you superhuman? Totally,
2: totally affected, and actually. Um, I was I'm quarter Danish and I was very pale. Mm-hmm. And the nickname on the basketball team for me was Casper. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and this is
2: what actually when you, said, when, you, when you your first email, I immediately thought of the reason why I still I, I made a poster of this. <laughs> <laughs> probably, yeah, have oh, you had oh, this since 1983? Like so. No, I had this poster made recently. <laughs> <laughs> and I had this poster made recently because I realized Everything you need to know in life is, if all the kids call you Casper, because you're the palest kid, then own it and call yourself Casper. Absolutely. Everything you know is from the last scene of A <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And it dawned on me, it dawned on me one day, going through old pictures, when I came across this. It's the one thing, if somebody would have said, told me this, would have changed everything. If someone would have said, hey, the whole Casper thing? Own it. I and I and, and now to this day, every single it like literally shaped the trajectory. Now I realize life is essentially calling yourself cast. Whatever the thing is coming at you, oh really I am? Okay, then call yourself that.
0: Yeah. And that's actually that's actually
2: how life works.
0: Um <laughs> when Sarah Benacasa was on the show earlier, she was saying that she like by the time she was a senior in high school, she owned her quirkiness. She realized that was her type. Now yes. I, as an actor, I understand that because you have to, you have to know what your type is so that you can sell yourself. And it's about what. No, you're absolutely right. You know, but but <laughs> you can put it as like basically right, right. like when you're on stage, it's it's you plus. So you you take what yes. your essence is and you turn up the volume on that a little bit. And 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 I wish that somebody had told me that back then because I was just a struggle of awkwardness until I was like twenty five. And it's yeah. almost
2: that thing that you're most like. I don't know. Yeah. Actually, that knob turn that knob up.
0: Well, I mean, for instance, my I mean, my all of my diaries came out of this this like disconnect between what was in my head and what I was perceived as in the world. Um, but but now that I'm older, like those things are one are one, you know. So uh, it that's right. I think what I'm saying is I'm glad that you printed that because it sounds like you had some foresight. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Did you have any other memories that you wanted to share from that time? Uh the
2: the you're not popular Casper the dance and then the last one is this the coach of this team his name was Lee Shawy. Shawy? Shawy. That's This is the weird this is the other distinct number I have is Lee Shawy saying don't ever assume he was also a shop the shop teacher. He like, said, "Don't ever assume." In the class, he was like, don't ever assume. He got really like forceful. Everybody's like, Duh. and he went to the chalkboard and wrote "assume" on the chalkboard, and then he drew a line after the S, right? And did because it makes an ass out of you and me.
0: That was the first time you heard that. Hey, remember
2: that thing when you're 13? You're like, this guy's gonna get fired. <laughs> Very distinct memory but like you can you can no that guy's done. Was it public school or private school? It was public school. Yeah. But like the shock, remember that first time you saw something done and the person seemed to get away with it? You're like no way. <laughs> that was so scary, dangerous, wrong. That guy's gonna do it, and he didn't. He was like
0: oh. No, people got away with a lot more things back then. Yeah, Did they ever? Yeah, I, there was. There, yeah. No yeah. GPSs. No no cell phones. Yeah, yeah nobody <laughs> can keep tabs on no anything. No, do. Yeah. Well, Rob, I would love to talk to you for about seven more years, but um, there's there's a show after this one, so I'm gonna give you a gift. This is very very important, okay? Um, And it's gonna seem very weird, but this is from my childhood bedroom, and it is a um, it's a a black light, and um, I I used to it was very. it was a ritual for me to, to screw this into like my antique lamp that was my grandmother's and turn it on and um, write my diary by this black light <laughs> light and uh, it it was very spiritual for me and I wrote a poem about it at the time that's in that's in this book this this journal Dimitri and I'm not going to read the whole thing for you now but I made a photocopy for you that was inspired by this black light and. Um, I don't remember if I've read parts of this before here, but I'll just, I'll just give you guys a taste, which is, this is from December 12, 1997. <laughs> here I am again, in darkness, alone, alone with the darkness, and the sheer brilliance <laughs> of my only company, that sultry, vivid, black light. And you can read the rest for yourself, but just rest assured that this is a, a, a very important artifact, and you can throw it in the garbage if you want. But This it's not a replacement, this, this is, is, artifact. This, is artifact. this is the actual artifact. Way. Yes. Are you sure you want to give this away? Yes. <laughs>
2: Are you sure you want to give this away?
0: It works, <laughs> it works. You can use it. I hope you're inspired you know, you know, by it. You know
2: what I'm going to do with this? I have a seven-year-old daughter.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm going to explain all this. I don't know about the poem. <laughs>
0: because I, I wanted to live in New York City so badly when I was very little, so badly. And everything about this life was the city to me. But now you do live there. I do. I've lived there for 10 years, and I'm going to move here in October. <laughs>
1: I'm ben. As always, I'm Paul. And we're from Juicy Reviews. We have a podcast where we like to talk and review movies, maybe bring on a wacky character from that movie, and always play some games.
2: We like some games. I actually brought a clip, Paul. Wait, you brought a clip? I brought a clip. Can I listen? Yeah.
1: I look mad young, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. you look young
1: in the movie and uh, I hooked up with a bunch of the young chicks at the movie. Oh. You know what? You know what it's not illegal if you're a police officer. And, and I believe that and this yeah. is
2: something I wanted to bring up since you're here. Sure. Tell us about all the hookups on set.
1: Oh my god. Who's I'm, hooking
2: up with who? Yeah. yeah. So
1: all right, so like there's like these like Asian girls in the movie.
2: Right. They play the twins. Right? I triple kissed them. Okay, a little triple kiss. That, that way, you didn't get confused if it was Rachel or Rebecca.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. I was like, or oh, whatever, and I triple kissed them. Was and was that
2: offset or on camera, or and they got cut out, maybe, or?
1: Oh, uh, I didn't do it on camera for sure. Oh, I would okay. never because I, you know, what I mean, that's I could get in a lot of trouble for that. I don't, I don't know how old they are. I can never tell with them. But uh, who else? Let me see, Cecily, the girl. Yeah, I chalked. I, I chalked her.
2: You chalked? Her. <laughs> what? I chalked. What is, her. what is chalking?
1: That's when you kind of forcibly kiss someone.